The American homeowner dream is basically over. This year, no one is really buying a house and it's kind of scaring everyone. So when people are saying, is this the right time to buy? We're about to cover that for you right now. So make sure you stay till the end of the episode. So well, let's get into it right now, bro. For a fact, bro. So let's let's pull up the uh let's pull up this thing that Redfin CEO just talked about. So we know Redfin is one of the biggest real estate companies in the country, in the world, really. Redfin, the CEO is saying that the US stock market, the US real estate market might have just hit a rock bottom and this American dream is in trouble. So let's let's scroll down and see what he said here. Um, so he kind of points out basically this whole situation of the fact that interest rates are sky high, as we know. Mm-hmm. Home prices are also sky high. Everybody is locked into these low interest rates already. Well, not, not everybody, but a lot of people are locked in. Yeah, you know what I mean? And who wants to trade uh, their low interest rate for a high interest rate? So everybody's staying put. Supply is low and the Fed is staying put with keeping interest rates high. So if you don't have a home right now, you kind of just just left out the situation. And uh, he's saying that a lot of people were, as you see in that line there, most people wrote off the 2023 home buying season Mm -hmm. and they were looking towards 2024. But with the Federal Reserve being adamant about higher rates for longer, it's looking like, hey, I don't even know if in 2024 things will get better. Um, So if you scroll down a little bit, um, you'll see that they they started talking solutions in this article. Right? We started talking about solutions in this article. So like you said, the bigger implication is so many people have stopped believing the American dream. One in five millennials believe they will never own a home. So you see that right now the morale is, is not looking to God. Everybody's in a, in a bad mood with it. Let's go down a little bit more. Let's look at the solution they gave. Um, so real estate companies like Zillow are attempting to attract more home buyers into the marketplace by launching a 1% down payment program to help buyers out. So that's great. But then Jackie DeAngelis, she said, for example, that that could be a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. And she says, because and, and Nusa, you let me know if you agree with this, right? Because she says that that doesn't address the fundamental problem within the real estate market. So do you think a 1% down payment program would really help? Or is like that just could further exacerbate the problem? No, I think it's the I think it's the worst thing to do right now, because at the end of the day, we always been saying this. And I think it's the most basic principle. You should only buy a house if you could afford it. So 1% is just saying, yeah, you know, you could afford the down payment, but can you afford the monthly payment of the mortgage? Probably not. Because when you put down 1%, that means you're taking out the mortgage of 99%. So with the high interest rate and you take out 99% debt, are you able to actually pay those monthly payments? Uh, probably not. Right. Probably you're not going to be able to pay them. And now you're going to have to actually say, hey, I can't pay my rates. I can't pay my monthly payments, maybe credit card debt, student loans, all that's adding up. So now you're going to go delinquent. That's going to increase the rate on delinquency, which means the bank is going to take back the home. So it's just like a terrible, terrible thing to offer right now, especially in this high interest rate economy, because that's going to make people think they could afford something when they really can't. And the word afford is the is the word of the day, because as you see in that line, home affordability is a, at a four decade low, yeah, a 40 year low of affordability is just terrible right now. It's bad for everybody. So let's actually see what Barbara has to say about this. Let's, let's get to that one. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is if people who don't know, this is Barbara. Uh, I don't want to say her last name or something attempted, but she's very famous when it comes to real estate. And she's one of the moguls when it comes to real estate in New York. So she's very, very knowledgeable when she comes to this market in general. So 
when you just think about it, I want to go basically step by step into this article. Do you don't mind, bro? So essentially, it's saying that lower interest rates will mean higher prices. So what does that mean? It says sellers don't want to move from their apartment or their homes because they don't want to take on high interest rate. Right now, we showed you guys earlier. This is like a couple of episodes or actually probably two, three months ago, bro. We said that most people in America right now have an interest rate below 6%. It's actually really below 5%, but definitely below 6%. So when interest rates are so high, they're not rushing to move out of their apartment or their home. And then buyers are too afraid to buy because they're getting a less home for the price. Because now you would have to pay something like $900,000 to get something you could have got two years ago. So they're like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. So that's why there's a standoff going. They're basically fighting. But this is the part. The minute the interest rates come lower, right? They come down. She's saying all hell will, is going to break loose and the prices are going to go through the roof. It's 100% accurate because guys, it's supply and demand. So if we think about it, the current rate is what? 7%, 7.5%. Some people are even paying 8% if you don't have the best credit. So when the Fed says, hey, we're lowering interest rate, they're not going to lower it from 7.5 to 6 all of a sudden or then to five, they're gonna go 0.25 at max 0.5. They're not gonna reduce it by one, two, three right away. So it's if, like, go ahead. I just wanna add the only time they'll do something like that is if something horrible had to happen, like some crazy data yeah. had to, like a ridiculous depression type recession for them to do that, which is yeah. still bad in itself. <laughs> which is terrible in itself, exactly. So like if, when that happens, it's not like, oh, yo, rates go lower. And now all of a sudden people are going to start refinancing and people are going to start putting their home on sale because the supply is going to go back. No, because most people in the country have below six, below five. So if it goes from 7.5 or eight to like 7.25 or 7.75, bro, people are still not going to refinance. People are still not going to sell. So supply is not there, but demand will increase because people are thirsty to buy a home right now so they're going to run into the market so that's why it's going to cause a huge thing and that's why it says it's going to be a signal for everybody to come back out and buy like crazy and the home prices will likely go up by 20 percent. we could have the covid market all over again i don't know about all that about covid but i will say i agree with what she's saying are you on the same page I actually could see what she said happening with the COVID market all over again. I think like you got to think about how many people are kind of just it's like horses in a stable. Like when they let that loop, people going to run out of there. You know what I mean? Like people are waiting impatiently to buy a home. So any decrease in interest rates, they're going to have FOMO and we really could have a COVID market again. I agree with her there. Yeah, and if you don't want a COVID market, what you have to do is something very important. You have to like this video and you have to subscribe to the channel because that would avoid any COVID type of situation. All right, so make sure you do that right now because we don't want that coming back. And if you do want that coming back, you probably shouldn't be watching this. You need help. But let's just go continue, right? So this is going to talk about home prices and market trends in different geography. That's cool for sure. But this is what's more important that I wanted to talk about. She's saying don't expect a major housing market crash. Although we are facing a real estate market right now, that's not, you know, too common because this is weird, bro. This is not common. This is this is not normal. She's saying this is not really comparable to 2008. And we're going to get into why it's not comparable because we have some data to show you guys. But guys, people have money and they are not over leveraged. That's the main thing that you have to understand. They're just not over leveraged right now. So that's what we want to cover for this one. 
But bro, let's talk about what you want to talk about where it's, we're talking about US mortgage delinquency rates, bro. Yeah, bro. So as you see, US mortgage delinquency rates fall to an all-time low. This article came out the day before my birthday, August 10th. So right there, as you see, in the second quarter, delinquency rates fell to a record low. Why? Because there's such a strong job market and low rates prevailing on most home loans, despite the big jump in mortgage rates over the last two years. So the rate, right, the delinquency rates fell to 3.37% at the end of the second quarter. Um, and that is the lowest, the lowest delinquency rate since the Mortgage Bankers Association started collecting data in 1979. So since 1979, that's the lowest. So it's like, you know, we were talking about 08 and everything. And when when that market was going on, there was a lot of delinquencies and a whole lot of foreclosures. But you see, and in our market here, home prices have skyrocketed like this. Mortgage payments have skyrocketed like this, but people are not necessarily delinquent. It's like they're able to handle it due to that that job market and, and other things. So, you know, people are looking for uh, delinquency rates to pick up because of how the Federal Reserve has handled monetary policy, but it's just not happening, at least not yet. That definitely has not cracked yet, and it's not even looking weak in the first place. Um, and people have money, bro. People have a lot of money saved up because remember, they were not paying for student loans for the last, like, what, two, three years at this point? So they also had that stacked up. And people who actually did invest, there was so many different ways to make money in the last two, three years that people ran a whole entire bag up. So they have money set aside, so they're not really worried about that. Even the credit card stuff that we talked about earlier, people are making their payments. It's just credit card debt is high, but they were also making our payments. So it's not exactly at all. Not exactly, bro. And as you see there, it says real estate brokers estimated in June that more than eight in 10 loans outstanding had rates below 5% at the end of 2022. So I know Nuski mentioned that earlier. So that's eight in 10 loans were below 5%. And the most recent that, that's well below the most recent rates that we see of like about seven percent, right? Um, and more than six in ten pay four percent or less. Yeah, and that's what that's what the crazy part is. Like I, I didn't know the exact one, but I said 70% is most likely less than six. So yeah, eight eighty percent is really less than five. That's, <laughs> that's nuts, bro. That's nuts. And it's so it's like no one is is trying to trying to lose that for real um and and ultimately it says like the delinquency rates on loans for low income and first-time home buyers backed by the fda fha excuse me that adds up 10 basis points annually um so there has been a slight uptick but it's nowhere near concerning ultimately right so right now as you see through this article because you might be betting on hey well you know what it's going to crack people can't afford it so it's going to crack sooner or later well i ain't gonna lie y'all people who's waiting for that it's not looking too hot and the data is right there for you and just to point out the fha a lot of people who do the first time home buying program the program that lets people pay down 3.5 notice how that is going up not not regular people who put down like you know five ten fifteen twenty the regular yes. three point five because they got in probably thinking they can afford something when they cannot and does that not sound similar to this whole one percent program that we just talked about it sounds pretty damn similar to me because now you're getting at a lower interest rate but you're taking on more debt which you really can't afford to take on yeah. so that, that's why there's a common theme there and that's why we think it's a recipe for disaster this is the most crazy part now that I think 
is really going to open your eyes. So let's just think about this, right? This right here is showing you the 30-year fixed rate mortgage in the in the country. And this is going back to like the 1970s. So just look at this, right? And this time period, so this this like little gray thing that you see is really that crash that everyone talks about, the real estate crash. So just look at it. It's like, what, 6%, Rel? That is. 0.07. And it's like hovering around 6 point, same thing. And then it goes down to like 4, et cetera, et cetera. So it's relatively normal, right? There's nothing crazy about this rate. But guess what? People were not actually able to afford this. That was the main thing. Keep in mind, that's where people were saying, I can't afford my homes anymore. People were buying homes, but they couldn't afford it. So now it's like, yo, that's where they have to claim delinquency. That's where they have to claim bankruptcy. And now all of a sudden, they decide to lower interest rates. And now look at us right here. This is us. This is our time period. We're at a 7.19 right now, and we're perfectly fine. There's not an issue with anyone saying they can't afford a home. And how do we know this? Because look at the theme here. Afford a mortgage. Afford a mortgage. Afford a mortgage. Yeah, afford a mortgage. Yeah. So this is showing delinquency rate on a single family residential mortgage. So just look at this. In 08, this was actually going up. People were people were saying I can't afford anything at all when it comes to mortgages, but the rate was going down. Isn't that weird? Like the rates are going down, and people are saying delinquency is going up, right? But now look at this. This we're actually at a high. For more for a fixed rate, like this is pretty high compared to what we've seen in the last twenty years. But people are actually fine. They're saying we can afford everything. It's not a problem. Yep. So that's why I thought it was very interesting because it's completely inverse. People are yep. paying and able to afford the higher interest rates, and that's the most crazy part about this whole time period because this is not something that we've seen. Yeah, what makes it different is the fact that back in the two thousand eight time period people it was predatory lending they were lending out homes to people who actually couldn't afford it and then the job market crashed and everything so there was unemployment was also extremely high in that time period look at our time period we have record low unemployment and also due to what happened back in 08 there wasn't predatory lending in our time period they were actually giving out loans to people who really could afford it and it wasn't arms it wasn't adjustable rate mortgages that's not even the majority of the mortgages we that we lent out in the covid time period so people actually could afford what they got and they have their jobs and they have and, and, and they have the low interest rate so the whole delin waiting on the delinquency thing is is probably not going to happen in this time period and supply is staying extremely low and one of the articles earlier we did see that certain areas supply is starting to pick up due to building but it's not common it's kind of hard to get them to just generate more homes on a construction basis Mm -hmm. And even if supply does pick up, rates are still high. So at the end of the day, like it's just gonna balance stuff like a supply picks up and people are gonna be like, oh, do we do we wanna buy these homes now? So people are gonna start competing with interest rates. And that's that's the nature that we're in right now. Because people have so much money. Say supply does come back, bro, and you see houses on sale. So it's like, oh, I'll pay a hundred or asking, over asking. Someone's just gonna come and be like, I'll pay 120 over asking. Cause they have money sitting ready to go for the last two years. Cause they've been just stacking bread. Yeah. And that's why I say it's, it's, there's no real way out. And that's why the whole title of this, of the article title of the video has to do with the fact that that American dream is, is just looking really shaky right now. Cause what is the real solution here? Besides saying, you know what, if you could afford a home, get in now, if you could afford it. Absolutely. And I, I second that hundred percent. If you can afford it, 
100% buy a home. But we want to know your thoughts. We want to know what you guys think is the right thing to do right now. Do you think the American dream is completely over? Are you looking to buy? Are you looking to not buy? What is your stance on this whole situation? So definitely comment below. If you're still watching, thank you. We appreciate you. Please make sure you like this video. Also, subscribe to the channel and hit that little notification bell because we drop two videos a week and you do not want to miss them. Make sure you check us out on Wednesday because that's going to be a dope episode. But until then, peace. Please. Soundstripe.